Blog Talk Radio. Chishni Amande Rasul, Allah Bibi Amina Kepul, Allah Allah Bolo, Allah Bibi Amina Kepul, Allah Jabke Sarkar Tashrif Lane Lage, Huro Hilma Bi Manane Lage, Hataraf Nur Kirosh Nichage, Mustafa Kamilis in the Gimilge, Ehalima Teri God Meage. Dono Alam Kerasul, Allah Allah, Chishni Amadirasul, Allah Allah, Allah Allah. We're not Muslims. We're already dead. We're already beaten down. We've been beaten down for 400 years. We already got the wounds inside and outside our bodies. How you gonna hurt us? You cannot threaten us, you cannot frighten us. We live in the most frightening places, under the most frightening conditions. We are immune to fear. We are immune to harm. You see what I'm saying? You have stepped into a cesspool. You're the only one going to get infected. Now, I'm no Muslim, but I agree with some of the things they say regarding black people. And if allies helps to make him a better man than Jesus can, then I'm all for it. What's the time thing, Mr. Butler? Whatever changes you have to make, you just do it. Being a black man in America isn't easy. I'm your host, Sifu Hot, and you're listening to the Dean Overdoing Yourself, the number one Islamic radio show in America, Alhamdulillah. Before we begin, we want to give praise to Allah, Sifu Ayla, and send salawat upon his Nabi, the Prophet Muhammad, Ibn Abdullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Before I uh, start, I'd like to ask all the audiences to uh, text, you know, your friends, family, co-workers, Muslims, actually to tune into the Dean Over Dunya show tonight, inshallah. We try to, uh, you know, try to have a good show tonight, inshallah. And alhamdulillah, that's the inahu, when that's the fiddahu, when I uzu wallahi minshu, in the fusana, daddy ali malina, min yadi lahu fala madulala, wa min yukla fala hadila. Before I begin, I'd like to say all praise belongs to the law. We seek aid, we seek guidance, we seek blessings in the law. We seek time in his minions, we seek blessings in the footprints of Satan, that will lead us to hell from now. And we ask for loss to send over to Allah to forgive us for our sins, our faults, and our errors. And whoever Allah guides, man shall lead astray. And whoever Allah leads astray, man shall guide. And I bear witness without any hesitation, any compulsion, that is no God but Allah. And subhanahu wa Allah. And I bear witness that the Prophet Muhammad ibn Abdullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is the last prophet of the message. And I bet. 
dear beloved brothers and sisters. I greet you with the greetings of peace. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Tonight's show is called Protecting Our Sisters. MashaAllah, if it benefits, if, if, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows it and permits it, it will benefit the believers and it will benefit those who will take heed, inshaAllah. I decided to have this show tonight from a few incidents that happened in America that took place. Um, one incident happened on the train where uh, a white Caucasian was threatening to hurt two Muslim, two Muslim sisters and two, two men. One man was in the army. Another man had died protecting these Muslim sisters from this man. MashaAllah. And another incident where a Muslim sister was severely beaten by a Caucasian male who was a white supremacist who said that he was self uh, he was doing it out of self defense, which we will you know, take a look at the article because we definitely don't believe that. According to this man that he's seen seven men and twelve to fifteen women surrounding his wife. This is this is the statement that he gave the police. Right? If you look at the article, he said that he's seen twelve he's seen seven men and twelve to thirteen women women surrounding his wife. Right? So he goes to protect her. This is why he had to beat a Muslim sister unconscious with a, a broken jaw and a missing tooth and blood pushing out of her mouth. Now, logic tells me, right, that if you look at the the, the, the the pictures of these two individuals, neither one of them have any marks on them, you know, and they're white. So if they was to be traumatized or hit from anybody else, you would see marks. You know, you would see marks on them. And you mean you have to hit them that hard. And if anyone knows anyone that's light skinned or someone that's white, then you know that if you grip them by their hand or by their arm extremely tight, they will leave a mark. You see what I'm saying? For them to be bruised. So these two Caucasian people, the man and the woman, said it was self defense. MashaAllah, the Muslim sister said that. She seen the man attacking another Muslim sister, and she wanted to go help her. She wanted to go aid her sister. Alhamdulillah, may Allah Taala grant her forgiveness and the highest level for those. Because there's a lot of men out here who can see a Muslim sister being attacked and won't go do anything about it. But the fact that she wanted to go aid her sister, and he severely beat her, may Allah Taala grant her gender. And they lost without forgive for her sins. The reality to it is this. We are living in a time all over America. There was a Muslim sister who recently lived in Philadelphia said that she was in the market and this white man was yelling at her that he loved Jesus and you know, berating her and so a Muslim brother walked over and the sister are you okay and the man walked away. So the bottom line is that they're cowards because they go out of their way to pick with women. 
but they don't want to deal with men. So what I suggest is that these men, these devils, these satans are attacking our system. But it is an issue, and it should be an issue, because anyone who believes in the loss of the island has a sacred trust with the Ummah. In the time of the earlier Muslims, like Umar ibn Aziz, who heard that one Muslim sister was kidnapped by the Romans, and he sent a letter to Rome. And said, what you have in your possession is one who utters that you have a law. So before this letter, you put this letter down. You should release her because I'm sending an army to your kingdom that's so vast, so big, that the beginning of the army will be at your doorstep, and the end of the army will be in my doorstep. So they released her. Another Muslim sister was kidnapped. And the, the Khalifa of um, uh, Muqtasin, and the Khalifa ship of Muqtasin, and when they kidnapped her and locked her up, she yelled out the name of the Khalifa. She said, yeah, Muqtasin. She, she yelled out the name. By the decree of Allah, Sikhanat Ayla, a Muslim overheard her yelling from the jail cell, and he ran to the Khalifa and told the Khalifa what was going on, that a Muslim sister has been, uh, been jailed by the Romans. So this 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 Khalifa, he was a, he's a leader of the Muslims, he went and fought for her and personally opened the jail cell for her. MashaAllah, this was the attitude of the leaders in the time gone by. There was a hadith of Umar ibn al-Qatab was the Khalifa. <laughs> and he used to make night journeys. Like he used to go out at night and make sure people were practicing the sunnah. And he seen a Muslim Muslim sister whose baby was crying. So he went up to her and he says, MashaAllah, you know, you should try to ease the baby, you know, uh, tears and try to get her to stop crying. You know, so he will continue his journey after he said this to her. And he came back because he would make rounds. And the baby still was crying. He says, by Allah, what type of mother are you that you allow your baby to cry? And she said that I'm trying to wean him off of the breast milk. And he says, why, why weren't you trying to weed him off the breast Because she said the Khalifa, Umar, not knowing that she's speaking to Umar ibn al-Qasad, she says, Umar said that any baby who's off of breastfeeding will get a, uh, a, a stipend. Basically, he invented, Umar ibn al-Qasad, he invented the welfare system. So he said babies will get basically uh, a stipend from the, the, uh, the Muslim uh, bank. 
Umar left the lady and said, listen, don't try to wing your uh, baby off the milk because I'm the Khalifa, and I'm telling you that you will have, your baby will have uh, a stipend from the massive community. So Umar went to uh, Price, and one of the Sahaba said, he says, Wallahi, I do not know what uh, and Umar was reciting because he was praying so much. And when Umar got finished praying, he, he mounted to Minbar and said that any Muslim child born in the Umar of Muhammad Sallallahu will be allowed to stifle. You don't have to, it don't have to be a child that is uh, not breastfeeding. Any child born in the Umar of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi will have a stifle. Basically, Umar invented the welfare system for women who didn't have enough to feed their children. This was the actions of the leaders of the past, how they felt about Muslim sisters and their children. Today, not so much. Today, a Muslim sister can go to the masjid and tell the imam that her husband is punching her in the face constantly, and the imam will tell the Muslim sisters to have taqwa, to have patience, have sabr. In Islam, if you strike your wife, then you are to be striked with the same blow, eye for eye. Simple as that. This is in the Quran, eye for eye. It's permissible that if you punch your wife in the face, that you should be punching your face. In order, as a receptacy uh, for what you have dealt out, take that for what you have dealt out. But we're not living in the time of justice. We're not living in the time of, you know, uh, People following in the swimmer. We're living in the time of Jaaliyah, ignorance. There's a lot of ignorance going on. We need Muslim sisters who are adhere to the sunnah to not travel without a marker at night. To always uh, uh, let somebody know where you're going because there's dangers out here. This is not a game. These kufars are not playing games at all. And if you're a single Muslim sister, then I advise you to get married. You shouldn't be single for years. You should have be you should be married and you should have uh your husband be your protector. Especially in this day and age. Especially in this day and age. And we need strong Muslim men to go to the masjid to form a security team to handle situations when they arise. Simple as that. We need we need the kufar to fear the Muslims. One of the curses that Allah has placed upon his community is because we're not practicing the Quran as soon as that he removed the fear of the Muslim from the hearts of the kufar. This is one of our punishments because we're not practicing the deen. We're not practicing the sunnah. So he removed the fear of the Muslims from the hearts of the kufars. There used to be a time when Muslims were respected. There used to be a time when people would fear the the uh, the response of the Muslims. I remember when one of our prime leaders in the community son was gunned down in a robbery, and the police commissioner went to the imam of the son who was killed to ask him to not come with a a, a damaging response, to just be patient and let the police deal with it. Because he feared the response of that leader 
Because at one point in time in Philadelphia, the Muslims used to be men, were definite men, and they would stand up and they would die for Muslim sisters. They would die for their own. Not so much so in this day and age. I remember when a Muslim sister was shot coming out of the masjid. The very night, you had hundreds of Muslim men in front of the masjid guiding traffic and looking for the person who done it, trying to get information on the people who have done it. Muslim sisters can get shot right now, two, three, or four, and you won't see 10 men in front of the masjid that will be looking for what happened or looking for the people who did it because people are too busy uh, living their lives. They're too busy not caring. And this is, and due to the fact we have that condition, the lost mentality has removed the fear out of the hearts of the too far from the Muslims. Till we rise up, and until we willing to put our life on the line for anyone who says that you had a law, until we willing to fight injustice in the name of a law supplemental island, until we are willing to do this, then you will not see the community condition get better. The community condition will not get better. And this will only get worse. Too many sisters is being attacked. The, the numbers are going up. They're not going down. They're going up. And the, the crazy part is you have these, these, these men who are cowards. These men who go out and they attack Muslim, Muslim, Muslim women. Another thing that I suggest, I, I, I suggest to my sisters that you should get a gun license and a firearm to carry. Forget karate class. Most of our sisters don't have criminal records. If you don't have a criminal record with most of our sisters, you may not like it, Chris, but I advise you to get one because we are living in the last days and time. People don't care the fact that you're a female. They don't care the fact that you have you innocent and they're doing it. That's not on their mind. They are devils. They're shaitan. Carry your gun. There are a lot of Muslim sisters that are, that are licensed to carry. Carry a gun. Buy a pepper spray. Buy a mace. Buy weapons at your disposal to protect you from the street. If you're a Muslim sister who works at night and you don't have any family members that will come meet you and try to help you get home, protect yourself. Go to a law defender to Isla, who is the best wakil, when you leave the house and when you come home to protect you. Re- recite Ayat al-Pussy. Learn Ayat al-Pussy in the Quran, Surah 2, Ayat 255. Learn that Surah, and the law defender to Isla, the moment you recite it, he will send two angels down that will protect you until the sun rises. And if you recite it at night, he was, I mean, in the daytime, he will send two angels to protect you to the sunfall. If it's a loss of physiology you believe in, then you want to say everything I'm telling you is real and true. Not again. We are at critical state in this in this community where we can't have Muslim citizens getting attacked and pictures get on the internet as if this is something that Muslims accept. This is unacceptable. It should be zero tolerance. It should be a mass year for the for the um, a response for the mass year. Quickly, smart. 
Another thing that we need to do is because this, we need our communities to stick together. Because you have the Somali Muslims who have their own community. You have the Pakistani Muslims who have their own community. You have the African-American Muslims who have their own community. You have the Caucasian Muslims who have their own community. You have the, uh, 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 the Arab Muslims who have... These communities need to come together to see if you Any foreigner that comes to America needs to stick with African-Americans because they've been here since the beginning. And they need to work with African-Americans because we've been here since the beginning. And we are the leaders of the Muslim community in this country. Bottom line, the African-American Muslims are the leaders of the Muslims in America. And other communities need to fall under that banner. This is the reality, too. Just like if I go to another country and I don't know the customs and I don't know, you know, the language of that country and I don't know what the means of, you know, uh, how to earn, then I'm going to follow the people in that country that's been there doing it for hundreds of thousands of years. It's only natural. It's only normal. Simple. But until we come together as a community based on laying down the law of Muhammad and Rasulullah, then we're going to have these problems. We shouldn't have these problems. We have too many Muslims in America for Muslim sisters to be under attack, under siege. And no response. They should fear the response of the Muslims. About one Muslim sister. Let alone 50, 100, 1,000. But until we start to think like that, until we get it together and, 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 and become those people who are willing to sacrifice our lives for a lost church of Ireland, and for our sisters and our brothers, and not worry about death because we were into Jinnah, Jinnah to Fatos. Until we become those types of people, those types of Muslims, then we're not going to have success in this country, in this life. We're not. MashaAllah, I don't want to keep you too long. We all fasted. This is the month of Ramadan. And we need to get better. So support the Muslims and don't be a supporter of the Catholic. And exhale will be smiling. Inshallah, tune in. Assalamu alaikum. Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Chishni Amande Rasul. Allahi Allah. Bibi Amina Kepul. Allahi Allah.